Do you want me to start? Do you want to start? Sure, you can start. <laughs> Maybe that should be in the. <laughs> Do you want to start? Do you want to start? Do you want to start? <laughs> Story of our lives. <laughs> This is Amy. This is Jory. And this is the season finale of season one of the Don't Tell Me What to Do podcast. And it's May 29th. And we're cooped up in a teeny tiny mother's room of the Riveter because our podcast recording studio is taken. Yeah, but it's been a, it's been a blast to to record these all. Um, mostly here. We've had a couple of location changes along the way and we've learned a lot um but i can't believe that this is truly see i mean this is episode 10 this is episode 10 and we decided to do a podcast in november of last year and our original goal we were looking back on our original brainstorm notes and we wanted to post 10 episodes so goal check (laughs) we also wanted to launch them in june on June 1st. Actually, July 1st. July That's what 1st. our notes said. And that's double check because we launched them, what, in February? Yeah. And we're done. And we're done. And you all have been along for this ride. So we wanted to spend some time today to, to just kind of reflect and celebrate a little bit because this was definitely a passion project for us. It's something that we want to continue. We want to talk about, you know, where, we'll, where we want to go next. But Really take the time to, one, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know my mom and my stepmom and my coworkers are listening. (laughs) I know Jory's family is listening, too. We know we have friends from all over the country and people that we, frankly, haven't met yet. And that's what's really powerful about the, the opportunity to share stories and be real is that it spreads really quickly. So for all of you who have listened and picked up at least one episode this season, thank you. Please feel free to share. I'll do the shameless plug. Share us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Share us with your friends. Um, And we'll talk a little bit about what's next for us and kind of what we're thinking. Um, But yeah, we just wanted to take a few minutes and and we're just going to go behind the scenes, tell you a little bit about why we started this in the first place. What were our biggest takeaways? What were our favorite moments? And hopefully you can reflect on yours as well. So when we went back, so Amy and I got coffee one day and we're not getting coffee to talk about making a podcast. We were just, (laughs) we were just talking to catch up as friends and really quickly in the conversation, it turned to this moment where we both felt this hole in our life and Mm. Both of us were dealing with incredibly difficult situations at work and feeling like we weren't in alignment with what we wanted to do and where we wanted to be. I know that I had recently left a long career and an amazing job to jump into what I thought was the next great thing for me and the company ended up dissolving and I was in the space of just knowing that I wanted to do something different and not knowing what that was and wanting to create something, but being so fearful and nervous to go out on my own. And mm. um, Totally. And I was in the space of really wanting to get back to creating and also balancing what life looked like in an early stage startup at a very high pa- high-paced early stage startup 
the mom of, as a mom of a toddler and what that truly that balance and that dance looked like, but also just feeling like, again, like Jory said, something was out of alignment and figuring out what was either next for both of us, whether that was a quick creative project or something fun to do and something to pour our hearts into that would fill us up, right? And what's interesting is we both started talking about this topic of how we're in this period of our life where everyone is telling us what to do (laughs) and where we should work and who we should date and how we should act and what we should invest in and Mm -hmm. where we should be in our lives. And what's funny is that the original title of this podcast was actually Tell Me What to Do. (laughs) It was because we were just like, we are so at a loss for words right now. Like, how in the how in the hell can you be a woman in your 30s and you have to feel like you have to have it all figured out by this point and then you realize you just don't and we were like please somebody pave the way for us tell us what to do and what's interesting is we had a little brainstorm and i was working with jen hope at the time um mm. on a business idea as my business coach and um she is episode two Mm-hmm. So you should definitely listen to her. But um, we did a brainstorm with her. And one of the things that she pointed out to us is that we kept using the word should. Hmm. That we kept saying, like, we should do this. We should, Women are told they should do this. And um, I think she articulated it better than we could have articulated ourselves. That we really wanted this podcast to be a commitment to being enough hmm. for ourselves and for our friends. And I... And I don't even think we had that realization till she told us that we just wanted to create something and do something where we felt like that was enough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's kind of where the pivot turned to the from the tell me what to do to the don't tell me what to do. And it wasn't truly defiant in a sense. It was more of just that understanding that as you grow more confident in who you are and what you're about and your values that you're more aligned in that in that gut and and you don't really need the advice from others though it's always welcome and we love feedback but you and your you and your heart know where you need to move forward and when are those moments where you learn that and you have that clarity and you have that sense of peace and that peace of mind that you can move forward in those pieces really confidently as a woman, right? Or even as a man, but you know, we only have one experience here, so we might expand it next time. We did not set out to create a podcast (laughs) by women for women. No. Um, But I think our backgrounds and, and just the content that developed, I know in talking to my boyfriend, he's like, it's a great podcast story, but it has a very specific target audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you're like, I'm fine with that right now. And it's I think okay. I are fine with that. And I kind of like the fact that we didn't set out to do that. We created content that we wanted to create. And mm. if you like it, you like it. I, I, I loved looking back at our brainstorm notes because I think we really achieved what we wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. And we did not want this to be success profiles. We did not want this to be a how-to I I think it's interesting that we specifically had people that are such experts in their fields, like Carly Bronner Mm -hmm. on Hashimoto's and Anna on um, fitness. But Mm -hmm. neither of those people or any of our guests talked about their knowledge on a specific topic. It was more about their journey. And we wanted all of you to be able to identify where people were at, identify what their struggle. And that's... um, 
that's the feedback we got. And I think my biggest takeaway in talking to friends and people that reached out is that everyone is struggling and nobody knows what to do. And also nobody knows that their feelings are okay Mm -hmm. and they just want help navigating that. And, and so I think we're, if anything, if, even if we could have just helped a few people navigate those difficult times, then Mm -hmm. I'd call this a success. Totally. And again, shameless plug, but if, you were helped by any of these episodes or something really resonated with you, we do want to hear about it. So please go to the website, shoot us an email, go to our Instagram and don't tell, tell me what to do podcast and let us know. Cause I think that's the, the beautiful part of when you're really vulnerable and clear in your stories that spurs other stories and it encourages other people to speak up and share um, their experiences then and these are stories that would never be told um, so we we definitely want to hear them so jory i'm gonna put you on the spot for a hot second if you were to go back and look at our notes as you just did or think about actually let's just think about the entire season as a whole what do you feel i'm gonna put you on the spot what was your key takeaway what do you think? Like, what did you learn the most or what was something that stood out to you? Yeah, I think my first takeaway was that when I when we originally set out to interview these amazing guests with, with such amazing stories, I thought that, yes, we dive into the messy middle, but ultimately we would be telling a story arc of their life. And I think my biggest realization is that the stories took such a different turn when we Mm -hmm. created a space for these difficult conversations because people are so hungry to be heard and validated Mm -hmm. in that messy middle. Mm -hmm. And some of the most powerful moments for me was Anna talking about when she had her breakdown breakthrough moment in a yoga class and Mm. being able to share how difficult that was and how Mm -hmm. it changed her life. Mm -hmm. And when Molly, um, the owner of Fuel House, was talking about the moment where she was in um, one of her own gym classes and wasn't able to perform physically like she used to be, mm. or she used to, and had this realization that something was going on mentally that she had to fix. And so hearing about people having this ultimate realization of something's wrong and I need to do something and I don't know what I need to do and taking us through that process, that... I could have never expected that we would get to hear those type of stories and um, mm-hmm. and yeah. watch them and you almost experience it, that on their face. I, I also really like how, you know, Kristen was in the messy middle. Like she was in, she's in the messy middle right now in a sense and trying to figure out what's next and trying to, to walk through that. And I think she had a lot of clarity in that moment too. But I think that was really powerful is that, you know, to watch her in that. Um, I love, I agree, I love Molly, Molly's story as well. And one of the, one of the key takeaways that, or one of the key stories that I'll always take with me is Anna, um, specifically, and how, how she would, how she embraced anxiety and depression in her own life. And I think that for me was kind of a pivotal moment for how I deal with my own anxiety. And, you know, we invite you to the table. I'm going to give you, little anxiety person, a cookie. And I'm going to tell you to go away. And just, like, being okay with what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, that messy middle is really hard. And it's it's important to kind of dive into it. 
Yeah, and there's word. Yeah. It's really important to dive into it. And what was interesting to me, too, is that we had such different guests. We had HR mm-hmm. practitioners. We had CEOs. Mm-hmm. We had um, gym owners and coaches. And they all had incredibly different stories, but they all really touched on very similar themes. Mm-hmm. What was the, was the key theme for you? Um that vulnerability piece or was it something different too that you really resonated with vulnerability and then selfishly I think because I'm feeling this in my own life their innate internal visceral feeling Mm -hmm. that they were not living the life that they should live and that they had to make a change and if Mm -hmm. anything I feel like this podcast is selfish because I know I'm not living in true alignment right now. There's so many things going great mm-hmm. in my life and um, I'm definitely at the job I should be at right now, but I just know that I want to do something different and I don't want to live my life in a nine to five corporate world. I know that I can help people in a different way, but I'm not quite sure what that is yet. <laughs> um, and so I think selfishly, I wanted to interview women that have taken that leap and um and maybe it's a little bit of a cop-out because I don't have the courage to do that jump yet, but I just, I needed to hear those stories. Totally. And I don't, I mean, I, again, you're getting a glimpse into, like, the Jory and Amy that's, like, every <laughs> time we get together. But I don't think that's a cop-out. I think we just are in different progressions of life. I mean, because you know me and you know kind of where I was then when we started the these episodes versus where I am now it's kind of a completely different person in the sense that I think what's powerful in these stories is that not only is it quote unquote selfish, I'm using the air quotes for us to interview these people because we really want to gain insight and dig in deep with them, but they are truly, their stories are truly empowering to make a shift and make a change. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I remember sitting in with Sam, even the first one and I'm like, yeah, I resonate with that. And I and taking away like a couple of things she said about truly just um, like listening to that inner voice and really making the change that you want to see for your own self and seeing what that and, and, you know, also looking at right timing and what that looks like, too. And you have to listen to that inner voice. I I've worked with Sam and she was an HR coach in my past company. And the best advice she would always give employees when they're having a difficult time is if you hear that inner voice that you need to make a change, mm. you have to do it or the universe is going to force that change on you yep. in a positive way or a negative way. Yeah. And so I think if there's anything I've learned and Jen had also gave me this advice in one of our last coaching sessions is to follow the string, figure out what mm. excites you, figure out what you want to pursue further and then just follow that string, just little strings one day at a time. And for me, this podcast is part of that. It's small, small things at every single step. Well, and I think what's also what I guess in terms of takeaways, one of one of the key takeaways that I love is um, something that keeps coming back to me. It feels like every week now. But um, it really was when Les, um, Lestrandra Alfred, Balanced Black Girl, um, when she was talking to us about how Balanced Black Girl came about and how, um, you know, she was looking at health, the health and wellness space 
and people who were talking about health and wellness and how it looked so monochromatic. And the question that she asked herself was like, well, why is this? And like, can't somebody do something about this, right? And she realized that person was her. And I feel like sometimes too, in the midst of those moments where, at least I feel this way, um, in the midst of those moments where you're not quite sure what's next, but you also see things outside of like in society or in culture or things that you're like, why hasn't somebody created this product or why hasn't somebody fixed this problem? Um, and turning it inward and being like, maybe that's something that I'm supposed to do. I thought I was, I was really encouraged by her and amplifying that voice too. And honestly, the simple need that we always need to be amplifying voices of others who look and think nothing like us so that we can have a broader perspective. I thought that was really powerful. Um, and how she just went unabashedly for it. Mm-hmm. I loved that too. Mm. Well, and so thinking back, I think we've had a lot of really fun quotes. Um, and if you followed us on podcast or on um, Instagram, <laughs> you know that we love the quotos. Um, <laughs> it's kind of our favorite moment of preparing to launch the podcast for the week is what quotes are coming out. And so, um, Jory, what was your favorite quote from the season? I mean, I love Jen Hope's quote of you're the boss, applesauce. (laughs) And she talked about that after she went to a therapy session and got all of this homework and it felt super overwhelming. And she had this type A personality that felt like, well, if I get this homework, I need to do well and I need to do it right now. And but it was too overwhelming. It was not the right timing. And she went back to her therapist and her therapist was like, you don't have to do it. Like, this is Mm -hmm. for you. Like, you're in control. And so... I think having that mantra of like, you are the boss, you, Mm -hmm. it's up to you. And yes, there are things that you need to do in your life. But I think remembering that ultimately you're in control is, is really powerful, even against your own preconceived notions of the person that you think that you should be. Mm. That was a good one. That was right before she threw the meditation pillow. Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome. What about you? (laughs) Um, It was actually the moment that I cried. To be honest, and for those of you who can't, like, actually see my face, I did cry during one episode. It hit really, it hit home really hard, and it was amazing. And it was with Kristen, and she just said, self-care is fucking hard. And I just, I it just, it was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's really, really hard. Um, and she had just sold her company she didn't know what was going to happen next she went up to vancouver saw the wires cross the funds didn't know just didn't even know what to do and i one of her friends even said like kristen you need to chill out Mm -hmm. but it nobody really responds well to somebody saying (laughs) you need to chill out but it's hard i think we have all of these notions of self-care and what self-care should be and it's almost turned in to this whole industry that Mm. makes you then feel guilty for not doing enough self-care and that self-care ends up being something on your (laughs) fucking to-do list. Yep. Instead of real self-care. Preach. And you're talking to two marketers here. So we totally understand that machine, but it shouldn't be on a to-do list. And it is hard. And it is something as simple, you know, for, for Kristen, it was something as simple as getting away and being still and being quiet and resetting her nervous system, right? As she said, it was that reset of her 
her nervous system. So it wasn't always fight or flight and being able to like sit in that for a little while and learn. Um, because come on, Jory, how many times have you told me to chill? So many, so many. And I appreciate it, but it's not easy, but I loved it. She just was real. And it was like, that is, that is the moment that will hit home for me. Um, oh gosh, we've had so many good moments. So many. And I think when, when we set out to do this podcast, we thought, okay, let's do 10 episodes, see how we feel. And we did um, revisit last week and decided that we do love doing this and we do want to Mm -hmm. continue. So we hope you want to continue listening. Mm -hmm. And here's what we're thinking. And we'd love your feedback. I, in reflecting on the season, we found that while we had all of these um, amazing women from different backgrounds, that they tended to focus on a similar storyline that we were hungry for and it seemed you were hungry for too. Mm -hmm. But... We think we've hit that Mm storyline. So we've hit the storyline of knowing you need to make a change in your life, making that change. What Mm -hmm. does that feel like? What Mm -hmm. does that messy middle feel like? And one idea that we had for season two was to get super specific on topics that we feel like have an overwhelming amount of advice to sift through Mm. and that we feel that pain, that theme of don't tell me what to do in relation to it. Totally. And that could range in the gamut, right? Like, honestly, I start sweating when I start thinking about my finances. And my husband knows that, like, I am not a numbers person. So that might be a great topic. Um, We also really want to dive into motherhood. Oh, yes. And just parenthood in general and how that's changed. And from Amy's perspective as a mother, from me as somebody that wants to be a mother, but is kind of terrified to be a mother in today's day and age. Um, I'm not laughing at you. Yeah. I'm laughing with you. It's okay. And <laughs> career advice mm. and what to fucking eat. Like, do you oh eat eggs? Gosh. Do you not eat eggs? Do you eat coconut oil? Do you not eat coconut oil? Are you oil? keto? Are you Whole30? Are you not? Are you are you tracking yeah. your macros? I mean, we've, we could go in so many different directions. But similar to this season, we do not want to turn into an mm. advice podcast. So I think what we're interested in doing is picking a topic and not necessarily diving into the advice that you should follow but interviewing experts in that field that have taken a different spin and why. Mm -hmm. Why they feel like there needs to be a new voice there. Why they feel like they're navigating all of the different advice and how to even navigate all of the differing advice. We do not want to tell you how to be a mother. We do Mm -hmm. not want to tell you how to manage your finances. But Mm -hmm. I think we're all hungry for how to navigate all of the different advice that we're hearing on those topics. Absolutely. And teaser... You'll get to hear some of our stories, too, in the next season. Like, that's the part of it, is we've asked our guests to be really vulnerable and open. Um, And I don't know about Jory, but I have, like, 10 don't-tell-me-what-to-do moments. Um, And we're going to structure it again around those different topics and those themes. Um, You'll hear a bit more from us next season about... about, So you can get to know us, too, because I think we're pretty cool. I think we're pretty cool. So that's what's coming up. So here's some some key moments. If you have any topic ideas or you have some great stories to tell or think like you have ideas of like, oh, man, I want to know more about all of the advice on that I'm hearing on this topic. How do I sift through it all? Please shoot us. Go to our website. Don't tell me what to do. Podcast.com. Let us know there in the comments. 
um, go to Instagram at don't tell me what to do podcast. We know it's a long name. It's okay. Send us a DM. You can also find us linked, um, on our own Instagram. So feel free to shoot us a note there too. And then in the coming month or so, we're looking to put together a little meetup, if you will. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in one meeting us face to face, and if you don't know what we look like, You'll get to say us. We will bring some bites and maybe some bubbly because that sounds like a blast. And and chat and talk through it. and Brainstorm with you. Totally. Like, again, we just want to hear from you. So um, more soon to come on that. And um, we'll have signups going up shortly once we solidify those details. Yeah, so, um, yeah, follow along on our Instagram is probably the best channel. And then our website, don't tell me what to do podcast.com. And we're going to take a summer break so that we mm-hmm. can um, record all of this content over the summer, reach mm-hmm. out to amazing experts in these fields. So we'll stay active um, mm-hmm. on our social media and keep you updated on what we're doing. But expect season two, we're holding ourselves accountable. Yes. Um, to launch in the fall. That's awesome. And maybe sooner if we get our shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently we're really good at doing if we're releasing a podcast really quickly. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for um, being on this journey with us. We're learning about podcasting as we go. We are not experts on this at all. We're not going to tell you how to podcast, but we've Never, learned a lot along we, the way. Because <laughs> we are real basic. <laughs> <laughs> but... For now, signing off on season one of Don't Tell Me What To Do, and we'll see you on season two.